Death to Us recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And we are recapping Married at First Sight Season 13, Episode 11. Caution. Feelings approaching. That's the name of the episode, by the way. There was lots of feelings. There was lots of feelings. (laughs) We should just jump into, I feel like we were kind of in a to-be-continued situation being convinced that Rachel and Jose were like going to divorce forevermore. So let's just jump right in with them. They're meeting up and it's very bad for a while. It's going in circles. She keeps repeating like she hasn't gotten the apology that he wants. He's like, I don't know what you want me to say. He's, I mean, he is just going to die on the grave of, I accidentally, I accidentally bolted the door. Locked the, the dead He bolts. will never, ever confess. <laughs> but we know the truth. Yeah, I mean, obviously. We know the truth. There is no question about it. But she's, like, accepting, like, <laughs> it, of his lie. Because we go roundabout, roundabout. I'm like, oh, my God. He even has a moment where he's like, everything that comes out of your mouth is just like, oh, you locked me out. Oh, you locked me out. <laughs> I'm like, Jose, it's been like three days, and it was traumatizing, and you've yet to actually really say sorry. Um, I think she really, when she was like, I'm starting to be like, is this my husband's personality? Mm. Are these core personality issues? Again, some really heavy things to say that we feel like Zach's been saying to Michaela from way too early on. But the way Rachel, like the context of Rachel saying it is just completely different. And she's actually onto something there. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? She's digging up truth bombs, if you will. It is your personality. I hated when he was like, are you ever going to get over this? Yeah. Ever? And I'm like, dude, like you said, this was 72 hours ago. She was a woman alone in the halls <laughs> going from door to door, beckoning for a room at the inn. And she, you <laughs> locked her out. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think that that really, like, meant something to him when she started bringing up, like, his core personality. And he starts admitting that he, he's like, you know that my words cut, so I don't like to talk about it right away. <laughs> I'm like, I still feel like we're inching up next to you made me. You mm-hmm. know this about me. Um, but then all of a sudden we go into like a different version of Jose, which is basically a real person for the first time. He sincerely apologizes. Apparently. He, yeah. I mean, it felt sincere. There was like a weird crossover and I felt like he was owning it and he was like, okay, yes, I fucked up and I haven't known how to deal with it. And Blah, blah, blah. Um, And that was all it was going to take. Yeah. Rachel's not that. She's got more bark than bite. Pretty dramatic. If you you were to watch, um, obviously TV doesn't work like this, but if you were to binge this show and roll from her smashing things, saying she's not (laughs) loving him anymore, and within like five minutes of TV time, them being fine. I know. I think some lines that that she's dramatic can be drawn. But, I mean, it's not like she's not no. just. It's not like she's not justified. I think she but knows it's also, that it's a big deal. But in the end, she's like, dude, I still 
Like, you don't get it. Like, it would be this easy for me to forgive you if you would just say a few core things. Mm. And then he does, finally. And then sure enough, you know? And I, I mean, as much as I just cannot really even accept Jose's behavior, I do feel like there is a shift. It could be a performance. But I feel like there is a shift. And... I mean, he even calls himself out later <laughs> when they're having their one-month date on the baseball field. Okay, a few funny things. She's like, I'm fully in love with my husband again. <laughs> and I'm like, the flippancy of that language. She said that multiple times. Yeah. I'm just like, ugh, Rachel. Just don't say it that way. But that's whatever. That's, that's her truth. Oh, he brings up no joint accounts. Which at first you're like, oh, God, where is this going? Why are you doing this at your month anniversary? Oh, okay. But yeah. then his whole point was to say, like, I've been thinking about it. And I think it would be a good idea for us to keep joint accounts because I know your independence is important to you. He's truly acting like he just had this light bulb moment of an idea. Because she's like, wait, but that's the exact thing that I said a few weeks ago. And he literally says, holy crap, I am a bad listener. <laughs> this is it, oh, this is Jose in a nutshell. Like, you have to convince, he's the kind of person that you convince that it was their idea all along mm -hmm. because he needs to feel good about himself. And that's how you get him to change or bend. Since we go, in, since we're talking about this month anniversary day, I have a couple thoughts okay. on this thing. Okay. So he blindfolds her and takes her to this baseball field. She self-admittedly is a baseball fan, so much so that she went to the World Series by herself. Yeah. So she's really into baseball. Yeah. She gets out of the car, acknowledges that they're at a park of some kind, then proceeds... She was proceeds, being snotty. What? She was being snotty. Okay, well, then proceeds to uh, acknowledge the smell of grass, he walks her from the outfield all the way to the infield. And then she gets in the gravel, like the dirt, and she goes, oh, we're, we're walking on a different surface now. And oh, now we're back to grass. How in the hell can you walk 300 plus feet through a baseball field and have no idea you're on a baseball field if you love baseball that much it really pissed me off mm. like I, I, come she on she was just being she was playing dumb uh, i don't know okay she was definitely trying to give him a hard time she was like what are we doing a picnic in the hot ass sun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a few things she said like that i felt like she wanted to assert like we're not just sell peaches and cream now babe yeah, yeah, I don't, it but really bothered me for how it was. I mean, for how much of a baseball fan she proclaims to be. Okay. It really bothered me that she wasn't able to have any idea that where she be was. I less bothered. Okay. By that. <laughs> you know, I'm a sucker for viewing sports and overanalyzing them. Uh -huh. I will say that um, they were fine at catch. I have no notes on catch. Yeah, I think I missed the beginning part. Anyway. They're fine at catch. Here's my bigger issue. Okay. I don't know why it's taken me. What This is episode 11. Uh -huh. I don't know why it's taken me so long to figure this out. 
So he gives her jerseys, and on the back of the jerseys, they say San Miguel. Mm -hmm. Now, all throughout the season, we have seen Jose wear paraphernalia from a Filipino beer company named San Miguel. Okay. And I found it odd. Like, who wears a beer? Like, I, I, it's like, oh, are you really into Corona that you'd wear a Corona hat? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, why does he have multiple T-shirts and hats that say San Miguel? Well, turns out that's the dude's last name. His name is Jose San Miguel. Mm -hmm. So he is wearing, he bought ha a beer hat. That's brilliant. Of the company San Miguel and is wearing it. He just buys anything with San Miguel on it. I think that is so <laughs> weird. He loves shit because he likes to think that it's all titled after him. I think that That's is so weird to wear your own last name. You would so love that. On your head. Not for Jose. Oh, my gosh. That's I was brand. just flabbergasted <laughs> when I put all of that together. Because I was like, why did the jersey say San Miguel? And I was like, they have to be his last name. And then it all Are fell into place. Are you telling me if there was... If you liked the Dodgers already and there was someone on the team with the same last name as us, you would not think it would be cool to buy a jersey with the name. Okay, that is different. There is actually a drum company that is our last name. Okay. And I would never just wear that hat, drums. <laughs> Like, because it, it's okay. branded to my last. That makes no sense. It, it, okay. It's okay. ridiculous. Yeah. It okay. is utterly ridiculous, and it is so Jose to a T. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, I, I can't. I, I, it's just, it's a certain it's, kind of way. Oh, my gosh. It was funny okay. when he was like, this was after what is allegedly an authentic apology. He's like, you know, when I came into Married at First Sight, I didn't think I had any issues. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we know, Jose. <laughs> He's literally like in kindergarten of learning very basic things. So I don't know. What do you make, like, before we move on, what do you make of it? Do you trust the authenticity of this apparent shift? I mean, maybe you have one item of clothing or hats that has your last name on it. Hey, but, but, but to have multiple things and wear them all the time. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> I can't get over it. I wanted you to answer a question that okay. I asked. I kind of believe it. I still think that like she sees, saw the red flags yeah. of his, and so, I think that they're at an early enough stage in their relationship where it's easy to make up and move on. Mm -hmm. And I just still think that that is kind of who he is in his personality and it's going to keep wearing up. Yeah. And, and maybe, I mean, he seems like someone who's really committed to this process and who really wants to make it work no matter what. And so because of that, Maybe he can change his personality a little bit. Um, so I, I guess I'm buying that they're fine and back together, like, and everything's peachy. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on to Zach and Michaela. 
Okay, so they're going on their double date with Gil and Mirla. They're going salsa dancing. I mean, and then it's just awkward as hell because Michaela shuts down pretty soon. Like, they're being taught very basic cha-cha stuff. And I was getting Vinny PTSD when Michaela was oh like, I'm gosh, not participating. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was a little bummed that Mirla didn't like jump in to give her like, oh, come on, you got this or anything. But um, I can't stand when people don't participate and decide that they're done. I mean, here's the thing. Um, You it is always better to participate and look stupid than to not participate. Yeah. I learned this lesson in ninth grade, ninth grade science class. This is the height of survivor like the tv show right so i don't think i've ever told you this before um so our ninth grade science class had decided to do a class-wide survivor and there would be little challenges and then we every class period we would vote someone out which like kind of seems like and the vote was like pretty public no and it kind of seemed like in hindsight what yeah, I don't like anything about this. Yeah, I mean, it's like for all the people out there that think that our generation got participation trophies, this was like the opposite, the opposite of, that. of that. It was like <laughs> telling you how unpopular you were. But the first, <laughs> so the Smearing very first challenge was a limbo challenge in class. And I was so petrified with how I would look doing the limbo uh-huh. that I was the only one not to participate. Oh, God. So you were basically in the mush pot. And... I was the first person voted off. The very first day, first oh. class, I got voted off because I didn't participate in limbo because I was so self-conscious. Yeah. So bottom then line, let, a bit of bigger scene. Less lesson learned, always participate because you look way worse if yeah. you don't participate. Great, great Aesop fable. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just not a good look. Now, here's the thing. When they all were sitting together after, and friggin' Gil has decided that he is a proxy expert and group facilitator, and I'm here for it because he does a great job for the most part. Gil thinks he's the fourth expert. He really at does. At this point. Yeah. And he just puts her kind of on the spot, and it is awkward at first because Michaela is the queen of really putting up a front when she is. When she's first being confronted, like, and it's, it's just not very like attractive, you know, like it's very like, because I didn't want to, because like it, you just, it looks bad. It just does. Let's be honest. And yes, we respect boundaries and yes, we should, but like, there's also a context to everything. And this is a situation where you're like, supposedly trying to salvage this marriage and you make a kind of a fool of yourself and your partner in this situation. Um, but I feel like I got more perspective of where she was coming from once she did get past her front moment and she kind of opened up and you realize that she's just like, this all feels like bullshit. I don't even know why we're doing this. He just told me two nights ago that he does not see a future with me. So like, why are we doing this right now? 
And then I really felt for her because I was like, that's true. He said some really harsh things over and over and over again to her while she has continued to try and fix herself and like be open. And I just, it gave me perspective. I was like, I would be pissed too. I would be like, why are you insisting we go do this right now when you just told me something else one-on-one? And he's kind of playing like, well, she says we're moving backwards, yeah. like straight up front to, in front of Gil and Mirla. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he literally, Zach, is like, just because I said I don't see a future doesn't mean. And it's like, dude, it just doesn't it feel like he's sort of trying to spin all the plates to justify him staying to do shoot scenes? The way that Zach qualifies everything, it doesn't make sense to me. No. It, 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 you know, he'll say... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. It's hard for me to see a future. And then, yeah, like you said, then the next breath he's going, just because I don't see a future doesn't mean I'm not. And it's like, well, what are you supposed to do? Put that? yourself in Michaela's yeah. shoes. What? It, how are you supposed to? And now you want to go and do a salsa day. And I don't because know. Because Gil and Mirla, Mirla and the cameras are going to be there. I would just feel like. And you haven't been staying in the apartment with me, the, I'm assuming. The Zach and Johnny comparisons, mm-hmm. overlaps, seem like they're getting stronger and stronger yeah. every week. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then I'm just deeply, deeply confused. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we're out of this situation. We are at their month anniversary date that Michaela planned for him. We're dressed up. We're giddy. It's a surprise in a recording studio because she knows he's always wanted to have that experience with like dinner and all this shit. And I'm just like so deeply confused. Yeah. I mean, like we end up finding out at least in Unfiltered, and I feel like he even said this later, maybe at the group dinner, that they did talk after that salsa night and he felt like he got to understand her better. I don't know if that if he's talking about the conversation with the Gil and Mirla, but I don't know. I was just literally so confused. But for some reason, I'm able to trust Michaela's sincerity a little bit more easily, which is why I just felt very nervous by how open she was with this date right after what had happened. You know, I was just like, oh, she was like, I do love my husband and da, da 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 And I'm just like, wait, why are you so all in again? Yeah, she just said she just wants happy Zach back. Yeah. So it feels like, again, we're doing, she's basically panicking, like, wait, but he's perfect. I should be able to, like, work to, like, be the woman he deserves, which I just don't like that this dynamic has been created because it feels... Like, how could this be authentic a day after that? I don't know. I did not see this relationship going this direction at the beginning. Like, it seems like she's really trying hard. Yeah. You know, and she's really trying to say, if if I can just have happy Zach back, then it can be like the first night that we spent together. Yeah. And it, it, it's so hard to see someone who like had an overreaction once and that whole thing 
be the precedent that this yeah. relationship is built on. Yeah. It's just not fair at this point. Right. Um, well, and then, like, okay, so we start asking some questions. They're trying to be reflective. Why is Zach's instinct? He just always wants to go to the negative. He's like, so what are the most negative things about marriage? And I'm just like, you asshole, you know what they are. You guys have been living them out every day. Like, give you, your, Yeah, you've been living the negative things. Give them a break. It's like, are you testing her again? So she says she thinks she's learned that she her big thing is like I self-sabotage. And he kind of guides her with it, which makes me a little irritated. But then he says he's learning that he has a set of ideals. He's starting to question them, consider other people's point of view more. That's like all well and good. But you're like, is that true? Because there's nothing up until now that has like, made me feel like that that impact is really happening on your heart in spite of everything that's been going on. Okay, and then this just shows the tiptoeiness. She's like, you know, I would say there's no negatives in the marriage. Like, there's no actual negatives. You know, I would say we've had negative experiences. I was like, this feels like a stretch, Michaela. And he was just so excited to be like, well, I hate when you blast music at midnight. And I was just like, you know what? I don't think we're to the point where we joke about critiques yet. Like, I don't think we have inside jokes like that yet. Like, I felt the this same is way. all tender, tender wounds. <laughs> we are putting a gentle salve. We are putting a, a balm on this relationship. We're putting some aloe. We are applying aloe. Yeah. Like, it, we're it, not going to... What the... You, you know how like sometimes when we like when if we get into something and then we get over it and I know I've done this a bunch of times where I'll try to make a joke and you'll look at me and you're like, no, not we're not. <laughs> this is not we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> like read the room, Zach. Yeah. Um, OK, ugh. so then he does say I'm ready to try. And I don't then, even know what that means anymore. I don't even anymore. know what it is like, either, but then he's planned this staycation thing at, like, an Airbnb. At a hotel, yeah. And I just was like, I'm being thrown for more loops. What did you think? I know. I know. Uh, well, I mean, rose petals everywhere. This episode, there's just rose. Like, how many yeah. roses were maimed in the making of this episode, <laughs> first of all? I mean, it was it was awkward for me. This whole thing was awkward. Like, it was kind of hard for me because they wa watched or they, you know, he recreated throwing her on the bed of oh, yeah. roses um, from the wedding night. And then they spliced in all of these clips from their wedding. Mm -hmm. It was kind of hard for me to watch the clips of their wedding because I remember, like, like, I'm not in this relationship, but I was, like, yeah, a little bit up. bummed because I was so pumped for them at the beginning. Yeah. And it just felt like, oh, my gosh, look how much this has crumbled. But their physical chemistry is so strong yeah. that it smooths and paves over a lot of things because you know we have our exchanging of gifts zach got her a tiffany bracelet which is baller mm -hmm. with the initials of the wedding or the date of the wedding engraved in 
And then they are, you know, canoodling. They're clearly going to do it. And then we get the... Because they're always on... She's always on cloud nine. Yeah. When they're doing that. And then we get the obligatory two hours later, we're getting food at 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, that was a good night then. That's a good sign. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I don't know. Like he said, he acknowledged the stuff. He knows the stuff he says isn't always the best. And that they wouldn't be here without her yeah obviously i'm just so it was like weird it's like sometimes he says just enough of the right things that keep you like okay well and then we get the revelation at the group dinner that she's told him that she loves him right which that doesn't surprise me but i thought she already would have like the first week on Mm -hmm. the phone I don't know. I, 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 it's still. I feel like he's playing her, and he has zero intention of being with her long term. Yeah. Especially so. Let's just say he was on unfiltered this week, and we're just talking about this. It's this. It's not a very successful after show because it requires these cast members to like really act because they can't. They're not supposed to like let on. They're supposed to be reacting on the talk show. As if it's in, they're in real time with the episode that just aired. And like, that's like how Housewives is on Watch What Happens Live and stuff. But this is different because it's like they could be divorced by now, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just more awkward and they're not very good at lying. And there's not enough other filler things that they get into. They really just break down the episode. And so he was just. Like, literally, the host was like, oh, so, you know, it just seemed like you guys were so happy at that date. Like, really, like, there had been a turnaround. And he's like, you know, he just describes it with such, like, weariness and irritation in his eyes. And he's like, you know, I mean, we were at a point where just to have a good day with her where we didn't fight. I mean, that was just my focus. That was my goal. So, you know, I was going to go with it if we were going to have a day and... I could avoid saying something that would make us get in a fight. You know, I would. And so I was never thinking, oh, we're making progress. I was thinking, oh, we got through a day. And it's like, okay, dude, like, you're not convincing anyone that you might still be together. Yeah. And then that makes you almost feel like, okay, then exactly what our senses are, which are that right now he's being sort of fake, then it seems like that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. These people can't, they're not actors. You know, you made that housewife's comment. It's like, at least those people know how to act a little bit. You know, yeah. like, these are just people that got selected for the show. And for, it's just too easy to read. I mean, like, and maybe he's just so good at putting on a face and we'll be all wrong, but. Doubtful. Doubtful. Let's go to the saga that is Bow and Johnny. Oh, my God. Um, so we get skydiving for the one month. Well, before we even okay, get into sorry. that. Okay, sorry. Oh, you have thoughts before. Yeah, because Johnny, we intro into this couple with him critiquing how she cuddles. He's saying, like, he's tell- they're- he's showing her that she cuddles wrong because she is the big spoon and sh- she doesn't grasp him. He wants her hand that's reaching around to be clenching him with love at all times. 
he said it can be in these like few different places but i need like pressure applied and i need to be grasped and literally as the camera is pulling away she's like that's not cuddling though because it's like she's thinking i can't maintain this forest grip like cuddling is like we're supposed to be able to like fall asleep together or like spoon each other for a while watching tv also like not to go too deep into gender roles here but johnny you gotta be the big spoon sometimes sometimes at least sometimes like come on dude like you can't i don't know Eh. well with all the critiques that he has the that's what i'm saying yeah i mean like like oh my gosh so I was just like, of course, we're introing even with like what's supposed to be a little bit of like one of those quick side vignettes that's silly. Of course, Johnny is critiquing her. Never mind the fact that Bao is the badass who wants to go skydiving on their one month. Would you do this? I can't. Re- I know we've it's talked like a about deep it. Deep fantasy for before, me before, but, but like I don't think if I were to like sign us up for skydiving. Oh, no, I mean, I my back would probably break. <laughs> degenerative discs what can you do but i have a fantasy of being the person that does this because okay. it would be conquering all of my fears um but okay so they do this epic thing and he's clearly more nervous and like is basically doing it because she really wants to she is like freaking out with like joy it's super cool they get down on the ground and they like have their moment of like, oh, wow. I think it took too long for him to think of her and want to run to her and kiss her. <laughs> but that's not a surprise. He's just in an open field. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, my, my wife. Well, I have some things I need to talk to you about. <laughs> so they go to eat like a post skydiving lunch mm-hmm. or whatever they're eating barbecue it looked bomb debrief about like the incredibleness of what they just did and and i mean like doing something that releases adrenaline is such good bonding especially early i feel so like this really had the potential to just like put them on like a cloud nine space at least for a few days for the love of god you just jumped out of a plane together and as you said it unfiltered, danced in the sky together. But no, you just have to take the wind out of our sails, pop all of our bubbles, and tell us, all I can say is that I'm 100% committed to you, is how he feels at the halfway point, but very somberly. And then we're immediately going into, you know, I want spontaneity in my marriage. Excuse me. Like, you you just jumped just out of a fucking plane. <laughs> at your wife's behest. Is that not adventuresome enough for you? Like, oh my gosh. So then, then we realize he's complaining that when they have sex, there's not enough buildup. He wants there to be buildup all through the day. And that just explodes when he walks through the door, which I felt like, was a repeat of Ryan's moment. And I desperately wish Dr. Viviano was sitting right there to be like, oh, it sounds like you want a movie crescendo. Here it, okay, so I'm going to finish my thoughts on that moment. And then I want us to even bolster the story with what he then says in Unfiltered. So he's saying like he wants to be seduced all day. 
every day. And then she does this thing where she's like, well, she says, touch me more then. Then touch me more. Her hand in his face and he, and then he fully repulses, shuts down on her. I think that he is such an asshole. I think she was trying to nicely imply this is a two way street. Like you should be, what, what are you doing to seduce me? You know, like, what are you doing? She's made it clear, like, you don't give me any much, like, affection in between, which is almost kind of like what he's asking. But he just sounds like a jerk, okay? And then we find out in Unfiltered that Bao basically wants to have too much sex. She wants to have sex almost every day, multiple times a day. And that... He can't, like, he needs to be seduced. He can't just do that. And, I mean, I just think the irony of that, like, especially at the one-month mark, most heterosexual males would view that as spontaneous. But to him, that's too regimented. I don't know what he wants. I I, I don't know. I can't. That's I can't. I can't figure Johnny out. I then can't. I'm like, do you even know? Are you just picking her apart to pick her apart because you've been on a mission to do that from day one? Like, that's where I go back and forth. Um, but then she does end up coming around after that little moment. She says, "You know, I basically I think we've both benefited in the past from partners that took initiative." And she's expressing, like, you don't really touch me throughout the day. But in the end, she's like, I will do better next time. And he's like, it's all we can do. And he looks into the distance. I'm like, you are such a jerk. So from there, we go into this anniversary dinner with them. I'm talking about the whole group. The whole group, right? Or did you have more? Right. Well, he does meet up with that friend. Oh, they I have the friend interventions. Because... Yeah, that was weird. That was interesting. But I don't know. his friend was not buying his shit. Like, yeah. So I liked that. I was like, where's this friend been? I just felt like he's literally saying things that are him. He's like, she's so focused on imperfections. I'm like, wait, that's literally been you. Yeah. Like, from day one. And all he's doing is complaining about her and how, like, she doesn't even cook as much as I thought she would. We don't even cook together. And the friend is like, okay, then why don't you initiate cooking if that's what you want to do? Why don't you initiate touch if that's what you want? Like, why not stop focusing on everything that she isn't for you and think about what you can do? Exactly. And I was like, praise. But, like, it clearly doesn't, I don't know, resonate. So let's just get into them at the dinner because they're Uh, obviously the main event. So I really want to know what you think. They're going around the table and saying that everyone is kind of doing a like a like-love scale, if you will. Yeah, and so they get to Bao and Johnny, and Bao decides that she's just going to air her grievances like she's at Festivus. And she says that she's growing in like, and then she just kind of goes off. I cook, I bake, I make gourmet meals. 
Um, Every night. Yeah, Johnny wants me to initiate, so I need to. I need to initiate. I've benefited in the past from relationships where I was being courted. <laughs> courted. Um, uh, Johnny is pissed. He is tearing. He's fuming as he tears. As he tears rose petals, <laughs> and he said on filter, he goes. Every time I want to say something, I tear. I want to say something, I tear. So he's just <laughs> silently tear. mutilating a rose, yeah. throwing it on his half-eaten plate of food. And like he and we're getting this cut to his confessional where he's like, everything she says is a lie. She, she never cooks. She's manipulative. I don't want to be married to someone like this. I feel like I'm being caught in her web. Every time I get in a flow, Bao hits me with a curveball. I was like, I don't know what to make of this. I don't know what to make of it either. So, well, okay, so uh, we'll just, I'm just going to go through it, and then we'll kind of go yeah. back into it. Well, so, and then he implies to Jose, so he so angrily leaves. He keeps going to the bathroom, and it was, I thought it was interesting because Gil was like, dude, what's up with your bladder? It's like you keep going to the bathroom. I miss that. Yeah. And so he had been getting up and down from the table a lot. I don't know if it was to film these confessionals because he was so pissed or what. Then he goes outside. Jose comes to comfort him. He's so dramatic. He is. Um, and then he starts telling Jose everything he said in his confessionals, but what he won't say to the group because the group asks him what he thinks. Mm -hmm. And he says, I have a lot of things I want to say but I want to say them to my wife first, which at this moment, when he first said that, I was like, this is the only good move you've made because mm. that's like the only respectable thing you can do in this situation. Um, so eventually Bao comes out. So he bitches and moans to Jose about all this stuff. Bao mm -hmm. comes out in the middle of it. They get into an We're Uber. Just a square peg in a round hole right in front of him. He looks miserable out. and seething. So that is like how it plays out. Now we have a couple things that need to be addressed. Yeah. First of all, um, Johnny says on Unfiltered that uh, Bao has told him privately that she has social anxiety so that when he has an issue that she wants him to bring it up privately. But he, gets, he says that he's getting thrown for a loop because she's bringing stuff up publicly also. Here's my issue with that, is that now I was taken aback with how much Bao was throwing out there at this dinner. Mm -hmm. He's saying everything still on camera. So while he's right. not, while, so he's like, she's saying all this stuff publicly. Well, you know what? You're taking, you're saying it publicly too. Mad shit on her and in, in all of your confessionals and with the guys. That's true. So That's is it really point. that different? That Because I was kind of almost prepared to be on Johnny's team at this moment. And then I'm like, wait, dude. You're saying you're bitching and complaining about everything about her that's going to get seen by everyone. And yeah, yeah, it's not in front of the group per se. I don't really think it matters. I, I don't. That's yeah. my take on it. Yeah. I mean, I get on principle why he would be like, wait, what the, we said, blah, blah, blah. But I'm also like, you have aired plenty of grievances on camera. face on camera. Exactly. 
oh, I is it? Is yeah. it with is the it on group? camera or is it in front of the group? I don't know. I felt like it. It felt like she felt like it was a hail mary moment. Well, I felt like also too. Like I'm totally exasperated. I might as well like open up to the group and see if any. I don't know. I felt like everyone because they were kind of like the last people to go. I think. Mm-hmm. And everyone else was being pretty honest. Like, Brett and Ryan were like, yeah, it's not there. You know, Michaela's like, yeah, I told Zach I loved him. That kind of put him on the spot with everyone, because obviously he hasn't said it back yet. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, and I thought people were, you know, Rachel and Jose were very upfront about what they went through. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I, I just kind of felt like it was that space to kind of... You know, they don't get to all together like this intentional way. Like, I think this is the only time that they've all been together like this since, since the, the honeymoon. Since the honeymoon well, and a meal. here's another theory. Is that, like, he was very convincing in his anger towards Jose because they, these were new ideas, right, that we were hearing. And in Unfiltered. And I'm not saying that we should totally throw it out, but... It does make me feel and wonder, like, are you having, like, this is all the stuff that you have been doing all season, just basically picking her apart every other day. She, do, she can't do anything right. I mean, she wants to have sex with you multiple times a day, but that's incorrect, the way that it's being done, the way that it's, you know, I just... That I'm like, is he basically having a big ass tantrum that he just got called out in public? And so he's basically flipping everything on its head and saying that she is everything that he actually is. Now, we'd be remiss if we also didn't try to figure out what's going on with these things that Bao says she's doing that Johnny says she's right. not. Like, so that's the second part of it also. You know, they, they showed a lot of like cutbacks and you know, Bao eats Johnny's Caesar salad before he comes home from work. So he doesn't have any dinner. Johnny makes pesto and meatballs for them. Like there wasn't a lot of Bao cooking. I just think I don't think anyone should be classifying their cooking as gourmet meals. I just think you're set up to fail <laughs> if you do that. Um, yeah, good point. But I don't know. Like, do, are we? Or do you buy anything of this? Like behind the scenes manipulative bow, well, where she's not I'm lying a up. Bit like what? Like that? Of course, makes me cock my head, and I will be now more vigilante. And yet, I'm like. I can only go off of what's been in front of me. And Johnny has taken a point to pick Bao apart left, right, and center any time that they're on camera together, even when they're, they're coming off of one of the most magical moments that anyone could have, jumping into the sky and flying together. And within 20 minutes of landing, seemingly you are going to now provide her like a list of critiques again. And I'm just like, that is a perf. that's who you've been the whole marriage. I guess if, if he would lay off the, I'm critiquing the way you, um, you, you cuddle me. I'm critiquing this small thing. I'm critiquing the way that you paint the the bed, make the bed. If you were to lay off of that, then I could have more mental space to, to, to take in. Exactly. 
But it's hard when you just keep coming and coming and coming, and then you level an accusation like, oh, you're manipulative. She's really manipulative behind the scenes, and she's a liar. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you've been complaining about everything. I'm like, what? Like, you've been complaining about everything under the sun with her. So, like, that's a pretty serious accusation. So it's kind of hard when you've been throwing all this petty stuff around to now kind of take us right. take you seriously Nobody with can take that. You seriously, exactly. So, I mean, I'm just done with Johnny. Yeah. I feel like he has a good thing in front of him and he's never been able to appreciate her. And I don't know. I, I mean, I'm ready to be proved wrong. I'm ready to see the scenes where she is manipulating him. But so far, it feels manipulative to me that he would say all this stuff about her out of nowhere when he's getting called out in front of the group for the first time. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, man. Okay, who's next? Let's do Gil and Mirla. Okay. Our happy couple. Our happy couple. Can't believe she I'm saying that. She is just crazy about him. Oh. And it's cute to see the little... It's cute to see how they're getting to know each other more and the little adjustments that they're making. So he takes her to a winery. And last week, you know, they, they when it was, I think, was last week Intimacy Week? I don't know. But they yeah. had, yeah, yeah, it was. And she was like, I'm not putting on the blindfold, my, my lashes. Yeah. So he goes and gets a <laughs> pair of safety glasses and okay. glues like roses over the eyes so that she could be blindfolded without, without messing up her lashes. lashes. And I'm like, that's cute. Yeah. You know, like. These little steps that they're taking. And um, she can't help herself. She's still in the beginning of anything that she does not have control over. She has to say at least three to five quick side complaints. I think it's a compulsion. I think she doesn't even realize she's doing it. So, like, here he's made these, like, special gogs for her. Because, of course, for her, it's really not about that. It's about, like, I don't like being surprised. I don't like not, not what's going on. Yeah. So then he's like, look, I made these. These won't mess up your lashes. And she's already bitching. She's like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe. I don't know. Like, she's already like, where are we going? Where, where are, we are we going? You know, and you're just like, oh, Mirla. But it's become this thing that is like, see, it is endearing. Because there's always a laugh on the other end of it. I don't know if I go as far to say endearing. I'm not endeared by it, but Gil maybe is. Well, I feel like they have a thing where they're like, there's always an undercurrent of comedy to it. Yeah. To the point where I think he gets a little too comfortable, like we've talked about. Um, like, oh, and with it continued again. The snide, like, yeah, it's like, he it's called one, her a brat. Yeah, that was a little much. Like, there's something weird about it where, like, I think that she receives his way of communicating, but it can be a little bit condescending. It's yeah. just like, dude, all I have to say about it is I didn't love everything he said. And yet Gil is very successful at being charming in all ways. I agree. And I think that that's how he gets away with it. And I think that she is weirdly charmed by it, even when it irritates her. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this picnic, it was cute. It was, yeah, it, it was. It was adorable. It had the charcuterie. He <sighs> definitely has been, like, taking notes. 
Yeah. About like things she says and things she. They're thinks very about. good at both at, at taking notes and, and and putting things in. Yeah. Uh, or at you know, doing things for each other like that. Um, Gil says the falling in love feelings are starting to come. Slowly approaching. Slowly approaching, and then, Mirla, sets up a little, rose-filled, another Trump rose genocide strong. date. Um. <laughs> Rose petals everywhere. Yeah. And he fulfills her dream by getting like Instagram teas. She was so excited Beyond. about the t shirt. So excited. Mirla loves a graphic tea <laughs> with words. She just loves like all the cheesy stuff. She loves that he wants to like claim her. She doesn't really care how it how it is. They're both, I just have to say, like, it is insane to me. They are so different, but they, this isn't, sometimes I feel uncomfortable. Like we've talked about this, about how sometimes some of them seem so fixated on the idea of being married, that it could just be anyone and that it's all an, a, based on an idea of something. Right. But they're, they're an example of people who are very committed to the idea of marriage and what they want. But it doesn't feel like they're so committed that they are actually still taking each other in completely as yeah. people, you know. But it's why it's just so surprising because they really are emerging as like they just seem so solid. I mean, they are smitten with smitten. each other. And I, I just was taken aback a little bit at the, the group, um, the group dinner. It's like they're at the head of the table, yeah, like like totally. king and queen over all these feeble peasants with all their problems. <laughs> it know, was like, and she, and she loves you when can, he takes on group facilitator role. Yeah, she's so turned on. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't believe. I, I'm disappointed for a couple of people that I'm not going to say do this for a living because we're not making a living doing this. But for a couple of people that have watched a lot of reality TV, that how we could get so taken in the first couple episodes and convinced that this was going to be a failure is just a big black mark on my resume. Okay, I think that's also signs of a successful season that they took. That's good editing. Bravo to the editing team. Bravo to Lifetime editors. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they, they, this, I mean... They're just, they're by far yeah, the most in, in solid. Yeah, in front of the group, he's like, I joined Married at First Sight so I could have a wife like Mirla, you know? And they laughed so much, and he likes to brag about her and do, like, dote on her. And then it makes her want to dote on him. And I don't think she has much of, like, outside of work, mm -hmm. like some huge social life or anything. They just seem like they're both really ready to, like, they're all in. Yeah. Like the timing is right. It all just seems to be so lining up. It's so fascinating how like this is not the first time you've watched a couple who like really took it so slow with the physical in the beginning that we were concerned. And it's like seems like it's paid off. And it's very. Well, like that other. I can't remember the name. There's one a few seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah. Where they took it really slow. Took a long time to get a kiss. They were both kind of like nerdy and we were really worried. There's they're multiple. Solid. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race, I guess. I guess so. 
but yeah, they laugh together a lot and have a ton of fun. I think they, I mean, they, they, they're, they better be at the top of the rankings. That's all I got to say. Only time will tell. <laughs> okay, so last and maybe least. Yeah. <sighs> Brett and Ryan. I don't know what to do with this couple anymore. I, I, it, this couple, I think, like, can be summarized in like one of Brett or one of Ryan's facial, non-facial <laughs> expressions. It's just kind of a dead face. Yeah. Like. Nothing is really happening. I had a lot of hope at the beginning of this episode because um, Ryan set up this little cute yes, scavenger hunt so around cool. around the house, and she was like a uh, like a master spy. She was able to figure everything out really quickly, and it ended with a Lulu gift card. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, like that's winning. That's a solid gift right there. Um, <laughs> And then, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's like how much of this episode was affected by the tragic, tragic news oh that God. first, you know, Brett's dog is throwing up. Then she takes it to emergency vet, finds out that it has severe kidney failure. And then she has to put Baxter, is it Baxter? Baxter, Baxter down. down. And I felt ugh, so I bad felt for her. So bad for her too. On the show. At this time. I I wasn't impressed by his Well, and that's what was going to lead me into this. Day. So she said, "Yeah, Ryan was already at the gym, but he said that he, you know, feels bad and I'm like, he's there if I need him." He's there. I'm like, "What the hell, dude? Like, you have a dog. You understand." Dumbbells. And then and then the thing that irks me the most is that he shares a story about how wrecked he was at his uh, when his dog, he had to put his dog down, and and I'm like, yeah, dude, you should understand then. And I was just, I get that they had this date set up at the movie theater. She clearly did not want to be like, yeah. And I just thought this was an opportunity. Had I been in Ryan's shoes, yeah, uh, it would have been a takeout or a home cooked meal with some drinks and just kind of like a comfy. Let's take care of you. And if yeah. that means we watch a movie to distract ourselves or play games or whatever, or if you need to cry and talk about your dog, like whatever you need, I'm going to create that environment for you. Yeah. And he was like, I'm really you know, happy that you still came out and it did this date. It means a lot. And I'm just like, dude, she doesn't want to be That's sitting right. in an empty movie theater eating, ta eating like mozzarella sticks <laughs> like here right now. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then especially when, like, he says something later, like, so obviously when they go, okay, so they watch the wedding video. He ends up telling us after that watching it actually made him very sad because he was more hopeful then. He said, the feelings are lesser now than the first night. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, even on, like, a base level of, like, I just don't believe that as a person. No, I don't understand I don't how that can her. happen. I don't, I don't, I just, I don't get how that can happen. Like, uh, it's just confusing because they have all of the ingredients and like they should work, but he is just not, I don't know. He's waiting to be struck by lightning and literally, what, what I, like he I think does, he's literally waiting for, to be struck by lightning. But the like, confusing part for me is that then he'll do like a big gesture 
and you'll feel like there's so much sincerity. I mean, the whole note scavenger hunt thing, like you could tell that was like a big deal for him to like write these notes. And he's like, this is one of the ways that I express myself. And he's saying all these really kind things about her. And now I'm seeing them through the lens of like, are you just doing these exercises in hopes that you catch up? Something's going to click. I mean, and I think like she... Which I guess maybe that's. What I you're think she's to do. now in her head too. Yeah. And you know, like, there's no spark from her to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna run and kiss you and jump in your arms." Yeah, because she feels completely rejected. Exactly. He's basically implied that like she's not his type. And so enough. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't, I don't know, know what the back. advice is at this yeah. point. You know, like I don't know what the suggestions are. Like. Because they're trying these little things, and now, you know, like, unfortunately, the timing of this, the situation with her dog, you know, like, that's only going to, like, make things more, you know, like, obviously, yeah. she needs to grieve. And so, uh, I, just, I, I just don't know what to say anymore. I just, I can't tell, yeah. Well, and he makes these, like, severe statements like that. After, you know, where he's like, less feelings now than the day one. And you're like, oh, well, then what are we even doing? Are yeah. you serious? And yeah, sometimes it feels like, I don't even know if you mean that or if you're just being super doomsday. But then when they're at the dinner, I mean, obviously he's getting super in his head in Compare. And he tells the group that he feels like he's been holding back. It's this whole thing again. It's I'm holding back intimacy wise because I'm not sure if I choose her yet. And I don't want to make her like me too much after we have sex. But it's like... Well, then, if that's the case, then Ryan, shit or get off the pot. It's like, how do you, you know, get the chance like, to feel those feelings if you don't jump all the way in? Yeah. You know, in yeah. a situation like this. Like, you're trying to make a judgment and, like, a mind. You're overthinking all of it. Yeah. And you're not letting yourself just, like, jump in fully and see what happens rather than overanalyzing everything every minute. And then it just, like, broke my heart. She was like, my heart is, you know, always going to be open in hope that maybe that will be enough. I was like, oh, God. The way she framed that. And then we get, like, a quick pan to Ryan's reaction face, which is the same face as all the other faces. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're just, I'm just sad because I, she is, I can tell, like, She's open, but she needs to feel like he really wants her. And at this yeah. point, she feels so rejected that she's not going to, like, overly put herself out there. And he's almost using that as, like, confirmation bias that he shouldn't try because, like, there's this, like, wall between them, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's disappointing. It is. But it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not feeling a lot of hope. Me but. neither. At this point, I'm like, Brett deserves better than this. Yeah, this I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, I feel like we, this was like a heavy and confusing mm -hmm. week. So, I mean, Rachel and Jose seem fully back on happiness road. But it seems like we have a lot more rocky roads on the horizon of Johnny and Val. And an implication that Johnny's um, attention might be divided 
But are we being teased I or are we not? I think we're being teased. I'm not buying it until they I see it. They go every other. Not buying it until I yeah, see it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, why don't you hit us with the rankings? I wasn't really super blown away by any lyrics this week. Okay. So let's just rank. All right. So uh, there's a lot of shift, shift, shifting and shuffling this week. <laughs> um, at number five, I have Bow and Johnny. Yep. Last place. They were second That's last correct. week. Dropped them all the way back down this week. Um, Johnny looks miserable. Yeah. Number four, I have Brett and Ryan. Uh, not a lot of hope. Not a lot of anything going on there. Uh, I don't do this often. So when I fe- because I don't, I feel like I have earned like the credence to do it That's from right. time to time. I have a tie for third only because I really don't want to give anyone second place this week. I don't feel like anyone really deserves a second spot. Excuse me. Who's third? Tied for third, I have Rachel and Jose and Zach and Michaela. I don't think after what we saw from Rachel and Jose last week that you're allowed to just get all lovey-dovey in 48 hours and go back up to the second spot. It's not going to happen. Well, I'm not not my power rankings. They aren't. (laughs) Okay. Um... So yeah, they are I tied think for three third. Is high for Zach and Michaela. I gotta say. Well, I didn't want to put anyone at two, so both people stay at three. I'm surprised you you so you have Zach and Michaela above Brett and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because they like went through more of the motions of. Yeah, up. and they seem like we know that there's spark or there. They want to do each other. Yeah. Uh, this is my power. Remember, hey, I am allowed to ask. Okay, for you're right. Some True. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, they are better than Brett and Ryan. Like, you always get so frustrated. No, no. Okay, you're right. Choo, 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 choo. I, choo, choo, I got you. Um, <laughs> so they're tied for third. No one's getting two. Okay. No, two is vacant. Oh wow. Um, you're making a statement with that. I really am. And number one, America's sweethearts, <laughs> Gil and Mirla. Mister and Mrs. President. Gil and Mirla. Gil and Mirla. What's um, his last name again? It's I think it's Cuevas. I wonder if we're going to go back to that drama at some point. No, we got stuff. Okay. Well, we hope you guys had a great week and have a great rest of your weekend and we're getting we're getting we're getting to that point now where things are getting a little more serious. They can be a little more tiresome because of that. I still have to say that I am overall enjoying myself more right now at this point in the season than I was last season. Oh, this is infinitely better than last you season. Know? Yeah. So this is when things start to like get a little more intense. We've got some more big fights. Can't wait for what's around the corner. Shit's getting real at the one month mark, people. <laughs> Four <laughs> weeks left to DJ. Yeah. To what? D-Day. Decision Day. D-Day. That's what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Signing (laughs) off. Bye. Bye.